our pockets and drink a whole bunch of free liquor. By free, I mean to them, but coming out of my pockets. And it was, it's all right. It's okay. I like living here regardless. At least it's got this going for it. All the music that you've heard tonight, once again, none of those bands will be performing at tonight's big birthday bash at the Bell Center. Not a single one of them. It's okay. It doesn't keep them from being good. You've been tuned into your best and worst of rock and roll, country punk and metal right here on BBST on the little station that can, CJLO's 1690 AM. My name is Angelica. Till next week, take care of each other. Party on, dudes. Good night. On Monday, according to CBC News, the manure is not dangerous but smells horrible. The suspect has been taken to a hospital for psychiatric evaluation and is a dairy farmer who has had previous conflicts with the union. Thousands of immigrants have been locked up in prison over the last several years by the Canada Border Services Agency. According to CBC News, more than 200 minors have been detained with their parents or guardians in Canadian jails. Immigrant detainees have stated that they were treated like animals and were in direct contact with convicted criminals during their stay. At least 42 people have died in Venezuela over the last six weeks. According to Reuters, three people were murdered by police officers during protests on Tuesday. Hundreds of thousands of people are protesting against President Nicolas Maduro's unreliable government that has caused food shortages as well as medical and economic crises all over the country. To hear the newscast and learn more about the news team, visit cjlo.com slash news. This has been a CJLO production. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? CJLO 1690 AM, Doc Holiday in the studio. With uh, Skin Deep. And uh, we got another guest. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Here you go. <laughs> she can't do it, Captain. We're she trying to get it. the headphones set up. There we go. Here we go. Is that right? That's all right. There we are. Yeah, we're all doing huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just much, yeah. Are you not hearing us? Why is everyone British? Uh, uh, it's mine. fine. It's mine. It's gonna be I mean, voice. should I do an entire episode like this? I think I'm on, eh? You can just call me Bradley. <laughs> Bradley, yeah. call me Bradley Skinny. Um, c- call me. Oh, what would my British name be? Conrad. I'll stick with Conrad. 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 I like that. Conrad. Hello, darling. My uh, lovely other half is here as well. Uh, being nice and quiet. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. Oh, she's not being nice and quiet. Oh, shoot. Uh, uh, but you can still say, say, say. Yeah. You can still say hello to. The, oh, someone's. <laughs> sorry about that, everyone. Okay, Geektastic Cypher, CJL, 1690 AM, and that's Chill. enough with the being weird and making slight, small, weird mistakes. Um, yeah, that's enough of that. Guardians of the Galaxy, kids. That's hey. something we saw, that's something we were excited Ooh. for, it's something we are yeah. all uh, fans of, and uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And then uh, you can you can say, do you want to say, are you, you going to not say anything? Yeah, don't be shy. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, last time, the first time you came in, uh, you were the ghost in the background. Yes, I am the ghost of the studio. There you go. <laughs> she likes to keep it quiet. She haunts us. She haunts us. Every now and then. But it's lovely. Uh, so we got a wonderful DTD plan for you guys and a review of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Are we spoiling it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so okay, so let me... Full do, spoiler. Can I do the discla- disclaimer? Oh, yes. If yeah. you haven't seen it already, we're sorry. Um, we're gonna ruin it for you. Why are we I'm sorry? not sorry. Okay, yeah, we're not say. sorry. I'm sorry because you know, but we're gonna kind of just really dive deep into it. So even if you're not, you know, too into the Marvel movies, you can still go listen to this and then go see the movie. You'll be fine. All the real heads, yeah. Turn away now. <laughs> yeah, and forever you've been warned. If you're someone who really doesn't care, this this will be fine. Like Skinny, you're the type of person that doesn't mind spoilers. I spoil it for myself. Yeah, you go on. He goes on Wikipedia and reads the like the the synopsis of movies. People who know me out there know that I do this. I will watch, like read the synopsis the night that a movie comes out. Like twelve oh one, I'm on there. Wikipedia. But why? Doesn't that make it boring? Because I for need you? to know. No, no, no. <laughs> I need no, 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 to no, no, know. No. I need to know because there's always like I mean the person who writes it always leaves out like some little thing and then you're like oh okay and it doesn't. I have a wild imagination, so it doesn't really spoil anything for me reading it. But it's interesting because then you get to create your own 
ideas of how those scenes play out. Exactly. Which is kind of cool, but at the same time, so weird that you do that. I'm weirdo. <laughs> do, do, you, do you read the end of books? No. I okay. can't be doing that. Okay. <laughs> For the few books that I do read. I mean, I read books. <laughs> but I mean, I'm still like on spring dawning of Dragonlands, and that's like how many years old? So. Oh, yeah. A, a, small, a small rumor is that they're going to be making Witcher into a series. Boo. Uh, but you said you want them to do which one? Dragonlands, baby. And why Dragonlands in particular? I don't know much about those. Uh, Google if- Raceland, Google Dragons of Autumn Twilight, and that tri- and that series, and you'll see why. Okay. Sorry about my phone; it just went off a little bit. But it's it's you're getting those lovely messages telling probably. people you're tuned in that they're tuned in, That's which true. is nice. Let me put this on silent. Uh, so the DTD CC, do you want to introduce it? Do you want me to tell what people people what DTD is and then you introduce yeah, the character? Yeah, you, you do it. Uh, so DTD, Drain Team Up Defeat, is our uh, weekly adventure into deciding which character we would drain the powers from, yep. which character we would team up with, yep. and which character we would defeat. Uh, it's essentially Mary Kill, but a little cleaner. I like how you really bleeped that like I felt yeah. like you bleeped it. <laughs> like I was like, wait, what happened? Like, that was cool. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, we we're gonna be doing that, and uh, Cece, I'll let you introduce which character. Wait, weren't we doing both? Yes. Well, actually, Cece still <laughs> wants to do Mary Kill. Um, really, I, wasn't I don't know how about to this. censor myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just beep you. Uh, but because she wanted to go over this um, for herself and um, Lady <laughs> Quake, who might be partaking in that as well. Lady Quake. Yeah, that's her. Uh, that's her tag. She okay. Doesn't, she doesn't cl- like to take claim to it, but it is. It is. Yeah. It is. So we'll uh, we'll get you closer to the mic too once we dis- once we get you ready for that. Yeah. Um. But yes, yes. So uh, drain team up defeat. Those are the, the that's the that's the game. And who we got this week? Cece, hit them with the characters. All right. So I picked um, Drax, yep. Groot, and Star Lord. Yes. Bong, why did you pick these? Uh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that works. I, I just did. I don't know. Okay. You didn't pick Gamora. I was actually, I, I was I was like, should we throw in Gamora? And then I was just like, nah, these three are awesome. Nah, we don't need to be doing that. Plus, I feel like Gamora over, would <laughs> overpower them all because she is probably out of the characters the most strong, the strongest one. Yeah. Now that Star-Lord is, you know, as he is, we won't explain that yet. Not yet. Y'all got like I mean, 15 minutes. Yeah. When it comes down to a fight, if it came down to a fight, I mean... Drax would not be able to beat Gamora. I don't think so, personally. Anyways. Like, hands down, everyone wants to beat Gamora. Yeah. She's, like, one of the strongest. Yeah. And I also didn't want to pick her because I felt like we'd all just be like, well, we all want to drink Gamora because she's more powerful and would kick, you know, kick ass. I'm with them team-ups, man. I don't know y'all, but y'all, I'm with them team-ups with the powerful people. True. That's, yeah, that that has been your angle in the past. Okay. So, starting up, drain team up the feet. Who wants to go first? Hmm, I'll go first. Okay, Skinny's going first. Okay, so we have Groot, Star Lord, and Drax. Yeah. Okay. Skinny's turn. I'm actually gonna have to ask you to hold this for like a better angle because my face is too close and that's <laughs> no fun for nobody. Uh, hi y'all. Okay, so um, I believe I would team up with Drax because I feel like I'd bring humor to his very very. Well, he has humor, but he's very very straightforward and kind of blunt with it so i'd kind of have to be like the smooth the edge smoother with him mm-hmm. and he's strong you know pretty strong batista he's a big dude so uh yeah Drax would be a good one uh definitely draining groot i want to be able to come back as like a small little baby and dance around and people <laughs> and like people just protect me and me inadvertently be able to say like one word and just get away with stuff like you know i am groot like i could do that all day <laughs> i'm a kill it'd be great um so groot draining groot and defeating star lord why Eh, he bores me. He's a human with guns. Sure, he's like half. We won't say it right now. It rhymes with Nestial. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nestial. Nestial. That's the best I had. Um, but, yeah, no, I just feel like Star-Lord's kind of boring. And, like, they could get, totally get a better leader. Like Gamora. So, I mean, get rid of Star-Lord. And then you have me as the new Groot, which would be, like, a kill Groot. I don't know how to combine my name and Groot at the same time. You'd be like a Croot. You're like good at this, I feel. Combining <laughs> names? Combining names? Yeah. A Kiel and Groot. Groot. Yeah. A Croot? Uh, Would a it Croot? be a Croot? A Croot. Or I probably Krill. Like, Krill. Yeah. I am Krill. Nice. Yeah, because like Groot. Yeah, that mm, would probably be Krill. Better. Krill. And uh, yeah, definitely teaming up with Drax. Yeah. He is powerful. 
Very I'll powerful. Give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. We'd be a great buddy cop show, too. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's Krill and Jax. And so on. It'd be great. So, yeah. bye-bye Star-Lord. Bop. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> in, the, in the world of uh, white, blonde, blue-eyed Oh, no. I didn't mean like that. Just, like, get rid of Shouts it. to my white, blonde, blue-eyed people. <laughs> you know I love y'all. But, uh, but uh, yeah. No, it wasn't like that. I was, right. I was gonna say no I won't say it say I was, no, say, I was say, gonna say, say love the Marian babies yay <laughs> <laughs> okay on to the next okay. one uh, what's, <laughs> what's up everybody so uh, Drain team up defeat um, I'm already decided that I'm going to team up with Groot okay cause we've seen in the movies that Groot is loyal as like the dude's got your back true I mean he <laughs> We've seen the first one. The dude sacrifices himself and was presumably dead to save the group. This is true. Uh, so that's pretty heavy, I would say. So as a, as a teammate, someone that you could turn to like that, that's great. Now, where it comes to Star-Lord and Drax, the problem for me is as much as I'd like to drain Drax because he is powerful, mm-hmm. I also see it as a problem where that literal thing that he has which would also be an aspect of my character that I would have to take, would be hella annoying. Because yeah. I don't want to be that literal. Everything anyone says, anyone does, you are so literal about it that it's just like, it would drive me crazy. <laughs> it would drive people crazy. And I talk a lot, so it would really drive people crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> so, unfortunately, Drax is defeated. Gee. And I, I'm going Aryan. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah. going Star Lord, and also Star Lord's actually a good character. He, you know, he's if you read the comic book, he's he's pretty smart on his feet. I just got through Annihilation. Oh, nice! That's actually a really good title. Yeah, yeah. That is that the one after the Thanos Imperative? Yes, I believe so. I think so. All I know. Sorry, is this is real geek stuff. I now. found out what happened to Quasar, and I was like, yes, oh. yes, oh, okay, yes. Oh man, that's dope. Okay, yes, that's see. Dope. So yeah, Star Lord actually, and Star Lord is. A dedicated character like mm-hmm. when it comes down to it he is out there and he knows what he has to do and he's willing to work hard to get things done as much as the movie depicts him as kind of a happy-go-lucky heartbroken kid who has slight daddy issues he's also a really he's he's like um a mal malcolm from firefly uh you know kind of like a a rogue okay so yeah except for malcolm wasn't a heartbroken ginger true true but he was a little broken over that war <laughs> yeah yeah definitely. uh so yeah those are the that's my drain team up defeat cc i think all right cc's I, turn i'm not saving any white people oh, <laughs> I, come I chose on. to defeat star lord because he reminds me of like all of my exes and i was oh. like this is like a hypothetical um opportunity to kill all of them so that yeah no. that got dark so quickly <laughs> wow that's my final answer okay, okay. all right um, defeating the aryans sorry aryans. <laughs> i also chose to team up team up with groot though yeah um much for the same reasons that you said like that whole like sacrificing himself thing i was like well that's cute so you just want someone to be like a ride or die guy like yeah yeah isn't that what you wanted a teammate though ride or die i mean that's that's legit just as long as you don't like abuse it you know yeah yeah, yeah. i really need them shoes (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna need to take the fall for this one um and i was okay with uh draining Drax because like i'd be physically strong and i'm okay with like being dumb and annoying (laughs) i mean like i feel like he's very uh like he is very literal and it's dumb but it provides like comic relief yeah which is nice right yeah no it's a strength i think yeah okay those are my choices and then you you mentioned that you really want to do mary kill Mm -hmm. with the characters (laughs) yeah i'm not about that life (laughs) (laughs) you can have and then uh lady quake said that you two might discuss it a bit so wait please i see you humping a tree (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying How'd you know? You got like the brown pants, you're saying humping trees over here. <laughs> so, so how does it how does it start, ladies? Uh, do you want to explain to us? Uh, mm, do I have to? Do you, well, I I'm not. <laughs> I have no interest in being right. into neither, neither do I. marrying or killing any of them. Really? No, I mean I like the guys. They're cool, but I don't I'll have I, a beer. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 
to save the galaxy. You know what I mean? But uh, I'd, 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 I'd share as a, a pint at a, at a galactic bar with the, those rogues, but I don't know if I'd want to intimately spend a night. I heard there's a nice spot at Rygon 7. <laughs> some chairs. Nice green ladies. I don't want to go full American God Jin uh, Salim scene with them. That was some intense if you guys watched American Gods last night. Or this this past weekend. Lady Quake, you know what I'm talking about. That was some intense... Yeah, that was a, one of the most like amazingly intense sex scenes I've ever seen. Oh, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay, well, if no one's going to play, <laughs> I, I, like I won't play either. But I just want to say, before we got in here, we were talking about what it would be like to have sex with Groot. I knew it. Tree uh, humping. <laughs> I knew it. That's exactly where the conversation went. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. First thing that was said, like, oh. could you imagine having sex with Groot? No, I can't. Yeah. And then I was like, could you imagine having a splinter in your vagina? All right. And having hmm. to explain that <laughs> in the Pain. ER. Yeah. So I guess that's the <laughs> that's a unique. Essentially, the whole point of that was just so that we could discuss how unfortunate sex with Groot would be. Is what we were trying to get to. I feel that's, like I'd, that's why you marry Groot. Yeah, <laughs> and have a sexless. Never have to have sex with him because sexless marriage. Yeah, <laughs> I'd pick Groot for all three though, because oh. if you kill him, like he'll come, come back. back eventually. Um, as like a really cute little, you know, like yeah. it's kind of like a win-win, and you get to like kill. Okay, I should stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna get weird it's gonna get weird All right, <laughs> okay so that's uh that's a drain team up defeat hopefully you guys are tuned in on cjello 1690 am or the app or the app yeah i always forget about the app or Bellfib. yeah bell five but channel five. 950 950 which is pretty awesome and uh yeah i mean if you're out if you're you know, at home, chillaxing, and you're just like scrolling through them channels, and you just end up randomly in those. That's the thing, though. You, you gotta end up randomly yeah. at 900. <laughs> 950. You are blunted uh. out if you're <laughs> scrolling up to the 900. You're way past Galaxy. You know, people just give up around 500, right? <laughs> yeah. Like 580, you're like, ah. Well, for me, three. for me, it's like once I get past all my HD channels, I'm just like, forget this. I'm just starting back, and I just <laughs> type in the number and go all the way back. Yeah. So, yeah, we're gonna be back right after these messages. Don't go anywhere. See Hello, 1690 AM. Tune in. Will be. The Groove Masters Hour on CJLU 1690 on your AM dial. Every Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. The Groove on your way home. 514-848-7471. Give us a call. Excuse me. Is that your real voice? Indie Montreal and CJLO present the Canada Land Guide to Canada Tour, live in Montreal on May 20th at the Rialto Hall. Over the years, Canada Land host Jesse Brown has changed the way we look at media in Canada, all while uncovering scandals at the CBC, the Globe and Mail, and in government. With the help of local historians and comics, the award-winning journalist will take a satirical dive into the dark side of Canadian history through a series of stories accompanied by slides, short films, and highlights from Canadian film and television. Don't miss the Canada Land Guide to Canada Tour with Jesse Brown, live in Montreal on May 20th at Rialto Hall. For information and to purchase tickets, head to IndieMontreal.ca. We're hey, back, everybody. CJLO 1690 AM. Uh, so we are going to be reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, some of us have seen it twice already. I saw it three times. Three times. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the standard once. Yeah, I've only seen it once, and I'm, I feel bad because I was telling Lady Quake, I was just like, man, I really hope I remember most of it because I don't feel like I'm going to be up to snuff against someone who saw it yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Did you do that for us, or did you just actually want to see it again? No, uh, when the first one came out, I think I saw it in theaters, I want to say six times. Oh, damn. Do you at least have hookups? Like, are you just paying uh, Back then, I did. This time, no. But I just, if I really like a movie, I want to see it a lot of times. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. fair. I mean, I saw The Dark Knight, the, The Dark Knight Rises. I think I saw that one in theater three or four times. One time in French, because I just got tickets to a French screening. Really? <laughs> yeah, weird. I mean, when you've seen a movie in English and then you see the French version, that's bizarre. 
it's your whole your brain's just like these are all the wrong voices and the wrong yeah c'est moi Batman yeah it's weird m'excuse mais je pense pas que vous avez compris quand elle vous a dit qu'elle vous aime plus what stop talking like that Michael Caine but yeah I mean we we're we're doing this in the view the right thing setting segment where we uh, are going to break down the movie. So the first thing I had was uh, if everyone could pick a favorite scene for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, actually, we should probably tell a little bit of background about what the story is. Uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 takes place only three months after the first one, which I didn't realize yeah. until I read an article recently. I thought it actually took place a couple years later, but no, it's three months after. The team has kind of meshed together and is working as Guardians of the Galaxy. They uh, are kind of like doing it pro bono on the road out there or out in space uh, and getting paid to solve issues for people. And... Uh, Star-Lord doesn't know who his father is, and we found that out in the last movie, but we did find out that his father is someone special, so we're all very excited to find out who that was. Once it was announced that Kurt Russell would be playing Ego, everyone was insanely excited because that's a pretty big character in the uh, Marvel Universe. He's a living planet, which is super cool as a concept, and to see how they worked it out so that Ego was his father was also very interesting. Uh, And then the story is... I mean, one of my friends and I had a conversation where the story of this particular Guardians of the Galaxy is very much family. Mm. It's kind of like, almost like uh, Fast and Furious, where their whole thing is family. 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 But done done way better. Like, this version of trying to explain what family means, and like, you don't necessarily, you aren't necessarily born into your family. You can pick people to make the family you want, and that's what they did. And that's a really big, important part in the movie. Uh, as much as Star-Lord lost his mother and really wanted to get to know his father, uh, especially since he didn't grow up with his ter- Terran family, I would say, yeah. uh, Earth family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's he grew up with aliens. He was kidnapped as a, as a child. Uh, he was supposed to be brought to his father, but was never brought to his father. Um, you find out why in the movie. Yep. Those are all things that you find out. And it's really interesting. And it's, um, I, I mean, one of the characters that I found the most interesting with what they did was Yondu got the most redemption. Um, like, the small little things about Yondu that you found out, like, why Yondu didn't bring him to his father. Yeah. Tearjerker, when you find, you're like, you're kind of like, damn, dude, like, feels right there. Because, mm. you know, he's making these decisions for the greater good of things. Um, you also see Nebula and Gamora re- rediscover their family connection. Um, and you find out Nebula's motivation, which was it you that said it, Cece? As or who was it that said that you found out the motivation and that made, like, I don't know, I don't remember who it was. Then it wasn't either of you. No. So one of my friends said one of the things Maybe. that Guardians Two did really well was create motivations for characters. Where, whereas most action movies, you kind of just action. This movie gave you motivation for every single character mm. yeah. and still based it in action, which is. Not always easy to do. So I didn't say that to you, but I thought the same thing. Okay, yeah. So whoever said that, like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even think about it until my friend said, "You find out Nebula's." Oh, it was Jaws D actually. Jaws D said it. You find out Nebula's motivation, like one hundred and ten percent. She literally says it straight out in a line. Mm-hmm. You find out Star Lord's motivation. You find out Ego's motivation. You find out Rocket's motivation through his conversations with Yondu. You find out Yondu's motivation. Gamora's motivation is kind of just trying to find that connection with family. You find out hers when she's talking to Nebula. And Drax, you don't really find out Drax, but you found out Drax is in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And his is very clear. He just wants revenge. So Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much what the movie was. And, uh, yeah, so um, does everyone have a favorite scene? Do you guys want me to go first? Uh, yeah. So I had a few favorite scenes. Um, I'm kind of a geek this way that my, some of my favorite scenes were very much Groot related. I mean, <laughs> it's hard not to love the Groot scenes as much as I know they're t- thrown in to be Disney's like plush toy. You know, yeah. You know, they ju- Disney's looking for those toys. For sure. Jawsy's talked about it before. But they're gonna sell them. So they're gonna yeah. They want to sell those toys. That's a big aspect of what they do. So Disney wants to sell those toys. So Baby Groot was marketable is like hey, just right there yeah. and um but it was good because two of my favorite scenes are the beginning the opening sequence where you see baby groot 
and they're focusing on him while the Guardians are fighting an alien in the background, which is super interesting the way it's done. It's really funny how it's done, too, because Baby Groot has, like, no concept of what's happening behind him. <laughs> he could care less. Mm-hmm. He's just running around trying to catch those little, like, squirrel lizard things. I don't know what they were, but he's, like, trying to kill them, and I'm brute, and, like, trying to whip one with his little extensions and... And then my other favorite part was when Yondu and Rocket are in the prison and Groot is, baby Groot, <laughs> is told oh, to go get the stuff? fin. Yeah. And he keeps, that killed me. And he keeps going back and bringing back and random Groot. stuff. My favorite one was when he brought back a desk. Yeah. And everyone's sleeping and he's supposed to be trying to stay quiet. And he, he's dragging a desk across the steel hallway. And all you hear is like, it was great. I I was dying. It was, was so good. well done. So those are two of my favorite scenes. Um, and then on the action side, I think one of my favorite scenes, although it was kind of somewhat spoiled in the trailer, was the uh, Nebula Gamora fight. Because <laughs> that was that that fight is kind of crazy. She Nebula literally tries to crash a, a ship <laughs> into Gamora. Yeah, like she's not trying to aim for her. She's not just trying to fire. She tries to crash a ship into her. Knowing full well she might kill herself too. That's the other thing. Like that's how crazy Nebula comes across yeah, at, at Nebula times. Yeah, a little short. Um, but Gamora, even though Gamora fires at her with a cannon repeatedly, then saves her. So that was one of those interesting. Like you're trying to kill me. I'm gonna try and kill you. No, I actually love you. You're my sister, and that was super interesting. So those are my. Those are some of my scenes. Okay. That's so accurate of sisterly relationships. <laughs> <Is> it? <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Lady Quake. Oh, shut. <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> Thoughts, Lady Quake? Because you have siblings. You're just naughty. Oh my god, I have three sisters. Yeah. So I know it oh, more than you? anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you get into a fight, it's like you are going to murder that person. <laughs> oh. True. But, but then at the but end, then, yeah. Two seconds later, you're like, you're bu- you're my best friend, so that's, it's fine. That's adorable. And it really always is two seconds later. Yeah. You don't need a full day or anything like that. Like, you could literally be saying like, oh, I hate you. I'm gonna hate you forever. And then five minutes later, you're like, you want to like go shopping <laughs> or something? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, who's next for their favorite scenes? Um, for comedic, yeah, I'll go, go with. Or I guess if we're going lighthearted comedic, um, it's kind of a mix of an action scene too. But the uh, forest scene, with oh, Rocket, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's actually a really good scene. Really enjoyed that. Um, just because Rocket and anything is just really funny, and his little laugh, and he, the fact that he's a raccoon has no idea that he's a raccoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. Um, thoroughly enjoyed. Just Drax ragging on Mantis. Mantis. Oh, yeah. Any scene in which he was talking to her was great. Yeah. Fantastic. Just like Dave Batista really, really stepped his game up from yes. the last movie to this one. Yeah. In terms of comedic timing and just So Drax is my favorite for that and just poor Mantis. You feel bad for her, but at the same time you're just kinda like I do it too. I mean But I do like that he said to her at the beginning, You're ugly and you're lucky that you're ugly because then you know that people like you for you. Yeah, like there was that kind of like it, it, he negged her essentially. Yeah. Like he told her you're ugly, but then he's just like, but at least you know that people who speak to you and interact with you are doing it not because they just assume you're beautiful. And that was a very interesting way to look at it. Yeah, and he just kept that going. made me really sad. Oh, he's that, like, beautiful people never know who to trust. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, it was very, it was very deep. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it was a lot deeper than I expected Drax to be. True. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's that's my that was my point. Uh, and then what else do you have? Action sequence, I believe, probably the portion in which Yondu gets loose and he gets a new fin on. And he, oh, yeah. And he runs through the entire ship. That he, was yeah, with the whistling. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that was pretty strong. I'm sad for Yondu, but man. I know. Mary Poppins, y'all. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that, was, <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Cece. Cece. I feel like my favorite scene is... Uh, like super spoilery no go ahead we're spoiling we already said it at the yeah beginning. we're breaking this down all right well one of my favorite things about these movies is the soundtrack and yeah. how the music plays like a pretty big part in the story yeah uh so and i'm a really big fleetwood mac fan i really liked that they like <laughs> this is like a huge spoiler go ahead we're spoiling it yeah okay well so when star lord like i guess finally decides that he's gonna kill his dad sorry guys uh, <laughs> they played they played a song 
um, by Fleetwood Mac called The Chain. And it's about breaking the chains of like a crappy relationship, which also fits in with that theme about how it's like, you know, they were like thinking about family a lot. And he was thinking about his friends. They're mean more to him than his relationship with his shitty dad. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that word? Probably not, but it's too late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, great song, great scene. Um, What else? Okay, yeah. Uh, I also really liked, um, just in general about the second movie, how uh, you, like you said, you learned more about like Yondu's motives and stuff. I really enjoyed the scene where he ended up sacrificing his life for Peter. I cried a lot the feels in that like scene, a lot. man. Yeah, and the the hardest part is also seeing Star Lord realize what's yeah. happening because, like Rocket, because when Rocket gives Yondu the rock, the pack, and the shield, because he gives him this like out of space, like I don't know what the suit is called, but they have these suits that they can wear in space. Yeah, he there's- gives it to him. And he's just like, there's only one of each, so you got to figure out how to use them. And then you're just like watching Yondu, and you're just like, oh, okay. And I didn't clue in what that meant but then when he picks him up and he rockets off with him and he's just like and i'm like wait one of each and then you see them breaking the stratosphere you start getting that tear man because you start seeing he's just like boy i I mean what did he say he's like i may not have been your Uh, you may not have had a no that man may have been your father but he wasn't your daddy yes yes that's exactly how he delivers it i want to cry yeah (laughs) i mean he may not have been your father but yeah yeah dude yeah that scene that is, uh, you get goosebumps thinking about it because then he, he hits the thing and he puts the shield over his body. And this, the hard part, though, is watching Star-Lord watch Yondu sacrifice himself. Yeah. Hard. Hard. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's I'm very okay. touching. Very touching. Very beautiful, though. Very beautiful. Even, like, his funeral scene, yes. I thought was beautiful. Yeah, especially because you find out earlier, like, so the Ravagers have a very specific way of burying their, their, their dead. Mm-hmm. And you find out that he's not going to be buried that way because of the things he did for Ego at the beginning. So it all ties together. But in the end, he saves the kid, who is now Star-Lord as an adult, and he gets he got the funeral because he redeemed himself. And that was... Dude, some of that stuff is so much deeper than... of. A Marvel fluff movie is supposed to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's mm-hmm. and that's what I thought was impressive about Guardians of the Galaxy too. Is the movie itself was at least to me way deeper than some of the most of the other movies. Yeah, just playing that. Song. I agree. Just playing that song in the background. So this is the song you were referring to. Yes, love it. Thank you. <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, next on what w- would please compare this to the first Guardians of the Galaxy? So. Ooh. Uh, for myself, um, I I I like the first Guardians of the Galaxy because of the action mm-hmm. and because of the story it starts to tell. Um, but I like the second one because of the developments more. Because the first one, like we said, the only real motivation that you learned for one, 100% was Drax wants to kill Ronin slash Thanos, whatever. Mm-hmm. But everyone else's motivation for doing what they do, I didn't really... Like, Gamora's motivation for betraying Thanos, she kind of explains, he took me for my family, but he also raised you, I mean, some Game of Thrones-style stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go into battle, sometimes you keep the, you know, as a prize, you keep the child of your enemy as a ward. Not Some of them grow up understanding that this is family now, because my parents lost. But Gamora then I guess has her anger in her, but I mean, based on what you find out about Gamora and Nebula, I don't really see why Gamora was as angry except for the fact that he murdered her family. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like when you find out Nebula's reason for being angry, like, I mean, that's legit. Yeah. Every yeah. time she lost to Gamora, he replaced a piece of her with cybernetics to enhance her. That's nasty. <laughs> You know what I mean? Kind of gross, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. And then you find out Nebula's motivation through that. So, yeah. That's, for me, what compares is the fact that as much as this is a sequel, you actually find out more about the characters, which I I find rare because usually I don't find sequels give you more about characters. Mm -hmm. It's just more of the same. But this one actually builds the characters up more. 
Okay. Skinny? Overall, I like this. For, well, I like Volume 2 more than Volume 1. Oh, did you? Okay. I feel that uh, Volume 2 kind of just expanded on everything that Volume 1 did. Okay. More or less like with the kind of Easter eggs you got in one with Nova Corp and yeah. so on, you got so many more in this one. Yeah, true. true and you true, just true. got a lot more Guardian stuff in this yeah. movie than you did the last one. So I kind of like, yeah, overall, I feel like the action was probably not as much, but strategically done better. I feel. Mm. And uh, character development, the jokes. Just I feel like every character was like comfortable with themselves this time around. They didn't really have to kind of explain themselves or who they were. So they True. could just lay right into each other. They've been together four or five months already. So it was like, yeah. That's my uh, comparison. I felt like the jokes in the second one were sometimes a bit forced. Right. Oh, kind of okay. cheesy. Oh. Yeah. I don't... Sorry. <laughs> I That's... I feel like, okay, the second one, I like the character development, obviously. Uh, I don't think I would say that I like the second one better than the first one. That's fair, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I mean, you saw the first one six times, so you definitely love that movie, (laughs) which I also watched it last night. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's good. I mean, she knew we were going to ask compare, so. I just, I love it. Um, And I liked the second one a lot as well, but. Um, Which one led to more ter- tear-jerking moments? The second one. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the first one doesn't have too many tear... I mean, there's a few, like, moments that are meant to be kind of like... Like, like the what- very beginning when yeah. his mom... Yes. Yeah, and then I think, for me, the moment in the first one where he's, like, he takes the stone and she's just like, give me your hand. And then, give me your hand. And then they all hold each other's hand. And then Rocket, with his little hand yeah, reaching for the finger. Yeah, that was doofy. Yeah, it was it was it was funny, but at the same time, it was once again that kind of moment of like sharing the strength, and as a team, we are stronger. Mm. I know it's cheesy, but sometimes those moments get to me. You know? I'm me a softie at times, yeah. so yeah. So. Was <laughs> thanks, thanks. <Okay. laughs> I see who won't be on my team in the future. Wow. Um, where would you place this movie in relation to the other movies in the Marvel universe? Because we're at, we're going to be at 22 movies by the time they end. Their last phase, phase three. So right now, that's so. Without Captain Marvel, without Black Panther, without the um, uh, Infinity, and want, so we're at like what eighteen, sixteen or something now. Wow. Yeah, um, we've gone one, through. Okay, which one? Because you have, have left? you have you Thor have Bla- coming out. Okay. You have Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. You have Black Panther. Yeah. You have the event. the Avengers. You have Captain Marvel. Captain yeah. Marvel's after after the Avengers? I, I'm not saying them in order. Okay. I'm just saying them. Okay. And then you have Ant-Man and, and Wasp. Oh. So those are all part of the like the next phase. I don't know what the order is. I'm not saying them in order. If you're listening and you're f- raising your fist right now, I'm sorry. So this is all still phase three? Phase three started with Guardians 2? No. no. Or phase fa- three started with Civil well, War? Uh, maybe Civil War. Yeah, because Ant-Man is the end, end of, of phase that. Two. Fa- yeah. Okay, so phase three is Civil War. Yeah. That's a lot of movies. It's a lot of movies. Three. It's a lot of movies. E. It's a lot of movies. Yes. But, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, but true. in the movies so far, I mean, the Iron Mans, the Captain Americas, the, uh, the, 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 the Black Widow movie we didn't get that we should have by now. But um, We'll get into these in the phase four. I hope so. She'll be the only one that survives. Yeah, probably. No, for real. I know. Eh? Like Thanos <laughs> is going to bring the pain. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, after all these movies, where would you say this fits in relation to the other ones? Uh, like, wh- you know, is it better than this one, less than that one? Have Could they take more from this? I mean, already for me, it's way above the Thor movies. Yeah. The, the Thor movies didn't even register. I think Ragnarok's going to bring them kind of back. Thank God, yeah. That, but... Yeah, but like, let's say we we're trying to figure out which one, which one is going to end up being the best trilogy: Captain America, Iron Man. America. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go Cap, then Galaxy, then yeah. I sorry, it's going to go Cap, Galaxy, Avengers, Iron Man, Thor. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, for, I I've already explained to Maybe you guys. Maybe even Ant Man or Doctor Strange if he gets so. so oh far. yeah, that's another one. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, I know him too. Which is bad because it was a good movie. But when I think about the franchises, I don't think about Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange yeah. Um, I think what concerns me. Uh, first of all, you guys have heard me say it before. I don't consider Captain America a trilogy for Captain America. No. Because. 
the la- Civil War is not a Captain America Civil movie. Civil War is an Avenger movie. It's an Avengers movie. It's like Avengers 2.5. Exactly. Uh, it's still a great movie. It's still excellent movie. Fantastic movie, but it's not Cap 3. Winter Soldier, I don't consider a Cap movie. I consider You're that... Still, ooh, really? I consider that a team-up movie with him and Black Widow. Which is a fantastic team-up movie. Fantastic. And them doing their first chance at that, their first go at that. And I almost wish they had named it Cap and Black or something like that. Like, that would be so... Because it re- she deserves top billing for that. She <laughs> sure. does deserve top billing she's for that. She's in 90% of the movie. She's just, she's just as important as he is. And I'm sorry, this guy's on superhero serum, and she's still running around and able to keep up with him. Yeah, Black Widow is badass. She is. She's a d- the first time you meet her in that in Iron Man movie, where she's supposed to just be this ditzy you know, intern or whatever she is. No, she brings the pain, and she Parker always has. In Iron Man, wow, yeah. Wow. So, anyways, um, so for me, I like like you said, because of that, Captain America gets lower on my list, mm. and the rest of the movies step up. So, yeah, you're right. Thor is going to be last. I don't think, unless Ragnarok can be the end all be all of movies, then I, it will just bring it above Iron Man. Yes, because Iron Man three was that bad. Yes, Iron not Man. that bad, but <laughs> forgettable. Lady Quake. Iron Man in general was just a really bad franchise. Oh, oh, really? I'm going to say that you oh. didn't. You didn't like the first one? No, first oh. one was gold. I mean, the first. Now, here's the thing: we, Do we like the first one because it was actually good, or do we like the first one because it was the first Marvel movie? I like it because it was good and it was the first Marvel movie. <laughs> I'm with you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> see, I'm with Lady Quake on this. I I like the movie because it's the first one, but I don't think it was that great of a story. It's better than two. Yes, it is better than two. Although I do like Actually, the, I, I do like, like the, like too. I do like the briefcase suit. That, that was love. dope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the third one I did not like. I didn't like the third Iron Man. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, out of the characters, I, I think Star Lord and his crew are important enough that yes, they do deserve to be in this, uh, the Avengers Infinity War movie. Which is essentially what I was trying to get at. Like, who are the characters we want to see in that movie? Well, the movie's going to be like three hours long. Oh, God, that's crazy. I hope we can get through it. You should do it four hours and do it like Ten Commandments style, but <laughs> show it on different days or something. Like, okay. No joke. I remember that one. Hours one kid. through three yeah, on yeah. Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I want to see in this new Infinity War movie, obviously, we're going to get the Guardians. We're going to get yeah. a bunch of Groot, and Rocket might die. Um, you I, think? I'm really throwing out the who Why might die. Um, because because they can't afford uh, Vin Diesel <laughs> and Bradley Cooper. <laughs> and like, come on, that's I'm sorry. too much money. I feel like Vin Diesel needs to just put, like just don't take a check, homie. No, Go Diesel there. should take a check because <laughs> dude, they have they have a they developed um, a technology now that you get someone to say like one line. Yeah. And they can recreate your voice saying anything they want. That's they developed it. It exists. How? It's, it's a software. It it analyzes the your voice. It analyzes the tone. And from like one phrase, it can mimic your voice saying completely different things. So you type it in and it creates the phrase. And they've done it. They do it sometimes now when they edit things, when they do ADR. That's kind of scary, though. Yes. That's so weird. you get him saying, I am Groot, and you, you don't even pay the dude. Just record some scenes that he's done already and just put it back in the movie over and over. Yeah, but you know. Because <laughs> you know, Cooper's got actual stuff to say. Mind you, once again, you could type out his stuff with his dialogue and do the same. Honestly, this is bad for voice actors. I'm just telling you. Tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, Groot, yeah. You mm. just load scripts into a computer and let it run the lines? Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, but Diesel can go too. Yeah. <laughs> I usually judge the actors on who's really in it based on who shows up to like the certain late night shows. Oh, yes. That's and actually both Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel didn't show up to like keep Jimmy Kimmel. But mm. then like of course not. Kurt Russell was there. Yeah. And like everybody else. Like Yondu, and, yeah. You know, so almost like well, these guys can make it. Who are you guys? Like? Oh, but I, I, I mean, if anything, yeah, I, I agree with you. If that's a good gauge to see how important this movie is to certain actors, yeah, or how important those actors are to the franchise is also because yeah. does Disney think that those two are important enough? No, you can get actors to do those voices. True, it's been done. Very much so. Actually, you can even replace actors. The second Thor movie, they replaced one of the actors. And no one noticed. Because from the first Thor movie, it was the guy that played Chuck yeah. on that show. He was... Went, uh, I'll look it up. Kat he, Dennings' uh, he's one of the, friend or Yeah, he's one of Thor's friends. Okay. And the actor playing him is played by the guy that played Chuck in the movie. 
And then in the second one, it's a completely different actor. It's the it's the guy it's the Prince Charming from Once Upon a Time. No one even noticed. Hmm. They actually had to tell people afterwards, Hey, did you know that this is this actor and not the same guy? That's hilarious. Yeah, Fen- Frendel or something. I don't know his name. They have names. Yeah, who cares? Anyways, <laughs> I don't care. I'm sorry. They have names. Yeah. I, I, just, I just think it's they interesting you can swap out actors and people don't even notice. That's rough. Well, they uh, pick like two white guys look <laughs> identical. So I'm Pretty sure. much. <laughs> Lady Quake with that truth. <laughs> uh, and then do you guys want to rate the movie? Rate the movie out of five, please. Five stars. Where does it, where does it fall? It's gonna get a four from Skinny. Oh, four! That's good. Yeah, it's getting a four. CC. Uh, it loses a star because of Yondu dying. Oh, but yeah. it had to happen for story-wise and progression. Yes, that wouldn't have been real at all, and then you would have been like, "Oh, come on!" Yeah. But same time, I mean, like, I honestly thought they were gonna try and figure out a way to save to save him at the end. Killed somebody else. I don't know who, but they could have killed somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Nebula. Hey. Oh. Hey. <laughs> We don't need no nebulas. <laughs> yeah, but Nebula wasn't going to sacrifice herself for anybody. She's so disconnected true. from the team anyways. Like, Yondu's on his deathbed, and she's just there in the corner with her arms. Yeah, crowded. true. Like, leave. That like, was cold. <laughs> Can't even mourn a cyborg. <laughs> anyways, sorry. Yo, man, he took out parts of her brain. She might not actually be able to mourn. She's bitter. It's yeah. not as bad as what happened to that black dude from the first one when whoever ripped out his brain. There. Oh. When Drax ripped out his yeah, computer brain. Yeah, yeah. Like, on the ground. I watch that scene all the time. <laughs> At least four times I run that back. It's so good. <laughs> That's dark. You ripped his I, brain out. I man. know, but it's just funny that you're like, I run that back. Last <laughs> night I saw a guy get his eye drilled out with a drill. Oh, yeah. We go we, we, we we talk about that. Oh, we go talk about that. Okay, yeah, sorry. sorry, sorry. We, you watch sorry. it. Do this for it. Sorry, sorry about that, dude. Okay, so hit us. Hit us. What's uh, out of five? What do we got, Cece? What you got? Uh, I'm going to give it five because I'm biased. Damn. F. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, I feel bad now because I'm only giving it a... Th- 3.5 guys what's wrong with you okay so like i what? said i'm tough i'm tough on movies Man. i'm tough on movies 3.5 um it, it loses points for some of the like like you uh, for what you were saying about the comedy aspect sometimes a little yeah. bit force so lose a little bit of points on that mm-hmm. um it loses a few points on kurt russell <laughs> because I felt he was over the top at times. Just Kurt Russell. <laughs> As Ego, he was a little over the top at times. His yeah, name but- Ego, bro. <laughs> yeah, like... Yo, I get that, and I, mean, I understand. Um, but you can't balance out his craziness by just throwing Baby Groot in every every other scene. And also, I, Ayesha drove me nuts. The the blonde, the bl- golden people. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I actually found that stuff annoying. Like that's, really? that's true. Yeah, I know that they use it as uh, to to introduce ego and how powerful he is at the beginning. Cool, but I found it really annoying that they just kept coming back because the only purpose was they're just angry. Yes, we, he stole Rocket stole the stuff. We get it, and yes, it, it it explains a lot of the anger and it leads to the whole Rocket and Yondu conversation. It also and, leads to her and, creating Adam Warlock. Yes, and that's cool. Yeah, but I don't like that character and her people <laughs> being in the story that much. I didn't need them that much. Just why do we have to go back to scenes of how angry she is? I don't care. Your, your anger, it not mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything. You're just there for no reason. Yeah, the second and third time sitting through the movie, I was super annoyed. Yes. I want like if I watch the movie again, I would probably walk out in her scenes and just go get a drink because I'm like, yo, you're just angry because you, you your little batteries are stolen. But then she makes Adam Warlock. I know, dope. Like if they didn't show her how much anger, then what she's just gonna be at the end of the movie like, hmm, I don't like what they did to me. I'm gonna create him. It's Why? Marvel. Uh, yes, you no. literally could have done that in no. a post credit scene. Character development. But that's the you thing. You ask for it, you get. <laughs> I ask don't for you character. Complain now. No, no, I ask for character development. Characters. I don't even consider Aisha a character. Man. She's a bystander to the story, yeah. and I don't like that we focus on her as much as we did. The fact is, she doesn't even have a real. That's not even her name in like the comics. I think yeah, she's exactly. just like she. Yeah. Or something. Oh it's, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Well, what? What character development? She was just angry. The <laughs> <time>. <laughs> well, was I mean, backstory angry. and reasons. That's character development. <laughs> you need a reason as to why she's angry. She's not going to just be angry and be like, they stole my batteries. At the end of the movie, I'm going to create this super powerful character that's going to save the universe eventually. Well, like, come on. No. You need to see the anger. It was weak. Emphasis like, on the hand slapping here. <laughs> it was when, weak anger. When your anger like reaches a point where it just annoys people, yes. like... Then you're failing. Like no one cares about your anger. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not taking that seriously after the 
like second time I saw her. <laughs> I was like, hey, go away. <laughs> And we with that, we got to get to a message real quick, so don't go anywhere. Geektastic Cypher, CJLO, 1690 AM. Oh, and uh, yeah, so so f- four on five. Four. C- CC, you're giving it five on five. five. Yeah. I'm giving it 3.5. This that, is crazy. That averages out to something on 15. I'm too lazy to do the math. We'll come back. Don't go anywhere. Wow. CJLO, 1690 <laughs> <laughs> 12.5, I'm joking. Los Grosses <laughs> will take place on Sunday, May 28th, at the École Secondaire des Sources, 2900 Rue Lake. The walk begins at 10 a.m. Come out for a morning of fun and entertainment, all while supporting a good cause. Short one, we're back. Geektastic, CJLO 1690 AM. And, um, yeah, so now we're going into uh, geek news and rumors. Oh, snap. Uh, CC, I know you said that you you didn't... (laughs) You're just like, I might just sit back and let you guys geek out, but... The first geek news and rumor thing that we have is actually Guardians of the Galaxy related. James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Volume 2, sorry, has an error in it. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, 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 bum. I don't know if any of you caught the error. I didn't. Did you catch the error? I didn't. Okay, so James Gunn came out and said he has the Stanley scene, oh. which a lot of people are very excited about, uh-huh. and that uh, Kevin Feige is saying that he is accepting of the idea that Stan Lee's character is like a Uatu Watcher. Uh, if you guys know a lot about Marvel, there are the Watchers who are there at the important moments of at, at every important moment in the Marvel universe. I'd much rather him be an informant to Uatu. Than well, he is. Iwatu, yeah, sorry. So. so in the end, he ended up being like an informant. Yeah. But one of the lines that he references is, "And then I brought a FedEx package to the, the mansion to the to the estate or something," mm. which is a reference to Civil War. But because the movie takes place three months after the first Guardians, Civil War hasn't happened yet in the chronological order of the Marvel Universe. Technically, when did Civil War happen then? Civil War happens like a, like maybe a few months later or a year later or something. It hasn't happened yet when you see Guardians 2. I know. I didn't know that either. I had to read the article. Lightyear space time. Yeah. I blame that. I, you know, for me, I <laughs> was saying if he's an informant for the Watchers, the Watchers have been there throughout time at all the important moments. Maybe they're just time travelers, too. I don't know. Of course they are. Yeah. I mean, they've always been there. Also, I'll, I'm going to be honest with you guys. There are times where the Watchers show up for stuff that ain't that interesting. Yep. The one time... There's one time... I have a comic book where the Watchers show up to talk to Beast just to tell Beast how much they don't respect him. <laughs> the whole, literally, the whole comic book... Why? The whole comic book is <laughs> the Watcher telling Beast how you effed up with time travel so much oh when you take the kids yeah when he takes the kids out and he does all that stuff (laughs) let me holler at you a minute yeah and he shows up (laughs) and he's just watching him and beast is sitting there like really like distraught about all the things he's damaged the timeline the time warps all that stuff and watu's just standing there and then at the end oh it is what yeah it's actually watu the the main watcher that we know (laughs) and he's just there like looking over him and almost no joke like a shake your head moment just like ninja you done uh, like, it's, it's really yeah it's really weird but it's a good comic it was i'm a- waiting for them to do like that the catch-up to that like what happens with oh the- i know because you're they're gonna do it yes yeah yeah they have to if you guys are wondering what we're talking about if you're comic book fans you know that beast at one point goes back in time and pulls out the original x-men team from the past that goes on to become the X-Men, he pulls them out of the timeline and brings them into the future. And they're still in the future. They've been in the future. Chillin'. They've been in the future for a couple of years now. Chillin'. To the point where it has had adverse effects on the timeline. Oh, yeah? And yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been... Oh, yeah. They're missing. Huh? They're, they're outright missing from time. Yeah. Like, the idea is that he's gonna they're going to put them back in at the same moment. But one, Beast has not been able to. They couldn't figure out why. And it's creating, like, time fissures in the comic book so sorry real geek stuff right now guys we're screwing up yeah they're messing up um so yeah he said he had that error sorry all that to say that he had that (laughs) error where stan lee is uh technically an informant for the watchers which is funny um arrested development is getting season five all all those who care oh oh, you actually like i don't mind i mean season four wasn't good on netflix but that uh, was the one where they're all split up yeah it's all split up but then it all comes together at the end which that aspect of it was cool but the episodes themselves weren't good yeah yeah um tracy morgan mm. getting a series on tbs oh tbs still exists no yes <laughs> that's wow. where conan lives Swamp. <laughs> oh didn't know that but yeah so he's getting a series on tbs and um 
Cedric the Entertainer is going to be on the show with him. The, nice. the title of the show is going to be The Last OG, <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> Lady Quake. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a terrible name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he did not like approve Horrible. of that name. That was an executive choice or something. But painful. <laughs> yes. Uh, guys, I will win you back over. Jordan Peele and John Carcieri are creating the series with Tracy Jordan. So Jordan you just Peele. Call him Tracy Jordan instead of Tracy Morgan. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Too much. 30 I know feet. thirty rock. But I mean, guys, that's pretty good. If if yeah. Jordan Peele's because he we've seen Jordan Peele's comedy, we've seen his horror. We know the guy gets has a full spectrum when he calls himself Hollywood. So anything he's doing, I I, I in in Jordan I trust is what <laughs> I'm saying. In Jordan I trust. Um, speaking of uh, Jordan Peele, HBO deal. He just signed uh, a deal to. Uh, Create a Jim Crow horror series for HBO. Don't he's, you feel like they're just throwing too much at this guy? Yes, I'm a little concerned about like, he's how like, much. You made one movie, man. Yeah. One movie, just okay. I, I mean, I'm not. A, I, I I still think he can pull it off. Yeah, it's just that it's a lot at once. It's just one movie. Like, I, Donald Glover at least has like community yeah. under his belt yeah. and writing for this show and that yeah. show. And here you go, right? Atlanta, cool. But this guy has one movie. But he also has Keen Peel. That's great. And with he did with Peel. Or Ke- whichever. Ke- yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Keegan, uh, but I, I <laughs> will. <laughs> I will defend the fact that people who've worked with him have always said that he is that talented. He just didn't get the shot yet. Okay. So this is just you know this is just coming home to roost. You know, like he planted those seeds years ago. He made good connections. He's been working hard, and I think maybe the the settling down family man aspect has won people over because he just got married recently oh. his his wife is having a baby mm. he's making good movies mm. he finally got a driver's license because yep. i listened to a podcast where he explains he finally learned how to drive after like 30 years <laughs> like he's never learned how to drive before and he smokes less weed now he says <laughs> he only smokes the weed when he needs to get creative but he doesn't smoke when he wants to write yeah yeah that's what he I said hear that. uh so yeah i mean he's out there he's doing it so that i think that's pretty good and uh this one david diggs CC was very happy to see a picture of this gentleman. I don't know who he is, but he's really hot. <laughs> David Diggs is uh, the guy who plays Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. Uh, and if you're a fan of Blackish, he plays Rainbow's brother, Johan. Uh, he's hilarious as Johan. And if you guys have ever seen the movie Snowpiercer, which stars Christopher Evans, a.k.a. the one and only Captain America, it is a movie about um, the world has fallen into a frost and there is the one last train that travels the world continuously um, with the survivors. That's it. It's like Noah's Ark. It's like a train with the rest of hum- the last of humanity is on the train. And that's it. And the, it's uh, also a caste system. So the front of the train is the rich and wealthy, and the back of the train are the poor and uh, downtrodden. And often they will like take kids from the back of the train and bring them to the front, and you don't know what they do with them. And the movie is about that. Yeah, it's actually really interesting. If you guys like it, it was on Netflix recently. I don't know if it's still on because I know it got taken off at one point, but it might still be on. Uh, they, did, they didn't think of like, you know, getting off the train, rebuilding society? No, the world's <laughs> covered in ice and snow. So how's this train moving? It's on the tracks and it, it's Snowpiercer. That's the name of the, because the, the train is designed to Pier plow through. through. Yeah. Okay. And but yeah. They run out of, you know, coal. No, the, the, yeah, you find out some stuff, man. You got to watch the movie. Is that where the children go? Uh, oh, I don't want to know. They definitely <laughs> melt these kids down. Season. Yes, with their bones. With the bones in the fire. Children I'm not, cooking. I'm, I'm, this movie I actually won't ruin for you because when you find out at the end what they're doing, it's, I can tell you guys off air if I'm you want, but I won't re- ruin it for the fans. I've actually seen this movie. Snowpiercer. You've but seen it? I don't it? remember it. Oh, I, it's not. You'll find out. Wait, so that guy's in it? Yeah, he's going to be in the TNT pilot, which is going to be based based on the movie and he's going to be one of the leads so yeah they're going to be making a series out of it which is super interesting nice uh let's sign out guys because uh that's the end of the show folks oh, it, yeah. it's been a pleasure yeah, yeah it went by really fast i really we didn't get to talk shield oh quickly mm. okay shield uh ada crazy ophelia she's insane awesome awesome the whole show awesome it was really Ghost good Rider's great uh one thing I, uh lady quake and i had to say was the ending they messed up really they should have put the scene where with the framework yeah. where what's his name disappears yeah. at the end end and uh, end it right there that would have been epic yeah, I I almost cried I did kind of almost cry yeah because they end this they end the ser- so if you guys are, have watched Agent of Shield recently when what's his name uh, uh, it's bother me uh, Ratcliffe hol- Ratcliffe is holding the glass he has a glass of bourbon the framework is completely falling apart he's sitting on a beach the world's about to end and he's like cheers to you 
Yeah, and he's he's as he's <laughs> saying his last line, he doesn't even get to finish it because he disappears from the framework, and that's it. I actually applauded. Yeah. But then they go to another scene, and I think they messed that up. They should have put that scene at the end. But the, it wouldn't have been as much of a cliffhanger without showing Coulson in. No, no, no. Show Col- mm. do that after the commercial. Yeah. But end it with Radcliffe instead of that one where they get arrested and then showing Coulson. Oh. The order was wrong. They should have yeah. put arrested, arrested Radcliffe, Radcliffe Coulson. Coulson. Right. Yeah, I'm telling you. The Which, feels wherever they go, hey, yo. yeah, it's gonna be good. Anyways. So we got to sign out. You want to say anything to the people? Uh, I won chance tickets and I'm happy. Blah. Yeah, congrats, man. Yeah. No way. Ooh. I'm going too. There you go. <laughs> Lady Quake, you want to tell the people anything? No. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Quake, I like that name. <laughs> we uh, love every single one of you. Oh, there you go. Oh, that was so positive. My